Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. This week, you have the pleasure of listening to James Radio and Robcast celebrate your Miami Dolphins getting back on the winning track. Have you purchased your DeAndre Washington jersey yet, Rob? I got two of them. I don't know if he's always going to be wearing number 31. I feel like that might be one of those things that he changes if he sticks with the team. Uh, All I know is I am so hyped up again back in the winning column that when you said seven and four, I'm like, we're eight and four because I've been counting this Bengals game as a win already, which is a terrible thing to do. We saw what happened when we got a (laughs) uh, we got ahead of ourselves with the Broncos game. Uh, So let's not let that happen again. What about even a little? What's that? I can't can't even get ahead of myself a little bit. No, I'm with you. We did not. I mean, the Jets are terrible. The offense did not look great. The defense did. Then here we are. Yeah, I mean, it's a very winnable game uh, this Sunday. The Cincinnati Bengals team with no Joe Burrow. Um, I'm surprised they're not even they're not even starting Ryan Finley. It's Brandon Allen who's playing quarterback for them. No Joe Mixon either. Uh, uh, who will not be who will be missing the game against the Dolphins? Uh, not a lot of weapons on offense, and they don't have a particularly good defense either. Uh, no word yet on whether or not Tua is in fact going to be the quarterback on Sunday. He will obviously if he's healthy, um, but we were kind of off airing about this. Thumb injuries, especially on your throwing hand, are nothing to sneeze at. So uh, we don't really know the severity of the injury. They haven't really said anything other than it's a thumb. It's obviously severe enough to uh, to miss last week's game and not even dress. 
I wouldn't be surprised if you see Fitzpatrick again this week, Rob. What are what are your feelings there? What are you you hearing anything outside of uh, outside of that? I am not hearing anything other than we we can say uh, Tua was a limited participant in practice today, uh, being Wednesday. Um, I'm not hearing anything, but I feel my guts. My guts are gonna telling me he's gonna play. All the reports are saying that they're hopeful he will play, um, but I believe they were hopeful that he was going to play in New York last week as well. So um, I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, that that makes the, I don't really know if that changes the, the outcome one way or another. Fitzpatrick has played uh, has played well this season uh, when he's been called upon. Um, and Tua was, was very shaky, uh, in Denver. Uh, we didn't have, you know, a full show last week. We only did our kind of short blurb as we were both kind of on vacation. Um, but I, I didn't, that Denver game really, really brought the, you know, the naysaying James radio out. Like I, I was, I was not pleased with, uh, with what that game looked like. doesn't mean that I think two is a bust. Obviously it's one game. I'm not, not not going to buy into that rhetoric that I've been uh, seeing uh, on the internet for the last two weeks, um, but definitely definitely knocked me down off the uh, the high horse uh, uh, for uh, you know for how well he had played leading into that game. So I don't know if there's anything else that you want to touch on on that. I know we had a, a brief uh, you know recap of that uh, last week, but I don't know if there's anything else that, that yeah, left I'm, that was left unsaid for you. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not worried. Again, the team we when we're winning, you know, when the, when everything's on, every, when we're hitting on every cylinder, it looks so good. We you know we said this is the kind of game we our defense our defense only plays well with the lead because we we do have trouble with the runs still. So that's it was a recipe for disaster. Uh, Vic Fangio, as bad as the team's been, you know, is doing with the injuries and and the, why couldn't we play them with no quarterbacks? Um, but right. But all that said, you know, he's a good defensive coach and he came up with a game plan and we weren't able to, you know, we weren't able to adjust. And part of that is because two is young and, and you know, what he can't probably just come up with new things on the fly, but that's that's things that aren't going to be an issue throughout his career. It's just an issue right now. He looked off um, almost from the beginning, at least in, in terms the of like, the throws he was making. We kind of talked about that. Um, but also he wasn't, um, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't seem to have an answer. And then he, and then he started to, it seemed like he was panicking uh, in the second half and just, you know, holding onto the ball too long, you know, not, not feeling that pressure coming in the pocket and just, he just didn't look like the the two that we had seen in other games, and that's he's a rookie. It's to be expected. Um, I have all the confidence in the world that he will bounce back. Um, that's why you know that's kind of what they what they've seen in him. He's a he clearly is a guy that that does bounce back and uh, handles adversity. So uh, you know, hopefully we will uh, we'll we'll get to see some of that. Hopefully this week. Um, I would have loved if he would have been healthy enough to play against the Jets. I thought that was a perfect candidate for a bounce back game for him. Uh, this is another one. Uh, you know, don't don't like to look past opponents as we both did with the Broncos, but um, you know, I, I, I think this is, this is a game they should win and it would be nice to see Tua get out there and, yeah. and kind of have one of those bounce back. I agree. I really want to see him be out there this week, you know, before the chiefs game, I'd like him to have one with a little more breathing room and with, you know, with where you have a little more margin of error um, as opposed to a game where, you know, we're probably, we might be double digit. Uh, underdogs so 
Yeah. And you, you hate to see, you know, the, the type of injury that, that Joe Burrow suffered and, and we wish him a speedy recovery. Um, I I'm almost, you know, outside of just being disappointed in, you know, for, for that, I was, I was kind of looking forward to seeing the two of them, uh, head to head. So I'm, I'm a little disappointed that we don't get to see him. Obviously it's better for our chances to win. Um, Brandon Allen is a, you know, much, much lesser quarterback than, than Joe Burrow. Um, but I, I, I don't see a lot of resistance coming from uh, the Cincinnati Bengals in Miami on Sunday. No, no, I don't. I do not either. I very much wanted to see uh, what Joe Burrow could do against our defense because yeah. I don't think, you know, I think we would have made him look like a rookie, um, you know, like we like like Herbert, they, you know, his stat line ended up being OK, but, you know, he did not look great in, in that game against us. And and I think, you know. I just would have liked to see it. Plus, you don't want to see anybody anybody injured, especially a young franchise quarterback when we've got one, uh, you know, that we don't want to see hurt either. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I, normally on the show in the, in the first segment, we do a, a pretty intensive recap of the of the previous games. Uh, the Jets game was, you know, one of the most underwhelming i think just <laughs> football games i may have have ever watched the first one was was pretty bad this one was i think even worse just not a lot of excitement the defense looked fantastic uh which is always great to see can we, um, that jets team is just terrible can we mention um, eight quarters three points yeah 44 to three in two games that's pretty amazing with them this year um and as much as we all hate the jets um the games usually are, are fun to watch. These, these have been, have been boring. I mean, even I, I, I would like, I would like to see our offense do more It's just basically more than anything else. Um, I think this, this Preston Williams injury is, I don't think it's been talked about enough. It's, it's really taken a toll on this wide receiver room, especially with no Alan Hearns and no Albert Wilson. And there just seems to be, you know, uh, you know, it was a position of strength going into the season. Um, then you get those announcements of, uh, you know, Hearns and Wilson not playing. Uh, and then we kind of talked about it at the beginning of the year, they were only, you know, one injury away from, from, you know, being in a real panicky situation. And that room is very light and it's, I, it is taking a toll on this offense. I think part of it is the play calling. Um, but I, I think a lot of it has to do with just the, the lack of talent. I would, uh, I would nitpick, on the outside. I would nitpick a tiny bit what you're it, I wouldn't have called it a position of strength, but it was a position of depth. Right. Because yeah, okay. because like the top was still just Parker, but we had four decent guys and now there's one. <laughs> I think I I think well, we've, no, we've William, seen Preston, Preston Williams, Williams is, is on the cusp yeah, yeah. of being, you know, Devontae Parker level, I would say. He's I not agree. there. But he's he he has that ability. That is his ceiling. Um, and then the other two, Hearns and Wilson, are both solid NFL wide receivers. Good hands, yeah, yeah, but- run good routes, have good speed. Hearns has good size as well. They're just you know those are we don't have any of that now. Now we have uh, you know three small guys. You know Grant, I, I like him, but he's you know he's just he's just really really limited by his size. Um, and I just you know it's just there's just not a lot of options. I. Callaway is an NFL caliber receiver. I don't know for the life of me what's going on there, why he's not getting more of a look. One interesting thing I did want to bring up, and I, we haven't talked about it, is I, I don't foresee it happening, um, but Kenny Stills was released. Any chance you think the Dolphins make a run at him? I, I If he comes, he's immediately their number two wide receiver and a huge upgrade over everything else in that room right now. 
I'd be for it. I don't see it happening. I I think he he played poorly enough in uh you know in his time in Houston that I don't think anybody's you know I think that the locker room loves him but I don't think management loves him. He's outspoken about things and I don't think his I don't think his production is enough for for teams to want to take that on. I'd love to have him because I I always thought he was underrated. Yeah, I know he he obviously didn't leave under the best of circumstances, but he was he was one of my favorite Dolphins. I would would love uh, would love for them to uh, to take a shot on him. I, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. Although I I don't really know how bad it was. Uh, you know, before he left, but I just you know it, we're in a playoff race. Our wide receivers are perilously thin. Uh, we don't know when Preston Williams is coming back. There hasn't really been any word on that either. Maybe they know that he is coming back soon. So maybe that urgency for stills is a little less, you know, maybe they're planning on using Callaway more. Maybe he's starting to learn the offense and they're feeling more comfortable with him, but I just, you know, so it the, makes a lot of sense for, for them to at least take a look or the, at least the, have the discussion. The one thing that like Flores and Greer have been like very consistent with they're playing the long game. They've, they have, they've, they have their plan and they stick to it. They don't, they don't change it because, you know, oh, we're in the position where, you know, we're, we're, we can make the playoffs. So we're, you know, we're, we're thin at this position. They know what they want to do and they stick to it. They, when they, they knew when they went to who was going to start, he goes in. This is a, this is still a down the road thing. Um, so I think if there's any chance that he negatively impacts the locker room, they're, they're not going to add him for, you know, for a chance of scoring six more points you know, points on a given day. Yeah. And, and that, that's fair. And I mean, obviously we don't know exactly what's going on behind closed doors. So um, I doubt that it happens. I would be ecstatic if they did uh, reach out and and kick the tires and, and get him back in that locker room. Cause I think he would be a tremendous asset to the wide receiver room moving on. I just, I do want to talk about like some of the, some observations from the jets game. Do you hear my dog? I do. What does he think of the jets? You, I think you kind of hear what he thinks of the Jets and, and how he felt about that game. Um, but no, in all, in all seriousness, I mean, the offense does, it looks different when Fitzpatrick is in there. Uh, there's ob- obviously he, he and two are two completely different quarterbacks. Um, but one of the, uh, in, in some of Chan Gailey's comments uh, this week about that, uh, he mentioned that Fitzpatrick has a, you know, a lot more freedom, uh, you know, to, to kind of, call plays or make calls at the line, uh, whereas Tua doesn't. So he's a little bit more handcuffed there. Seems like Fitzpatrick takes more shots downfield where, you know, these are kind of just observations of me watching uh, the games. I don't know if the wide receivers aren't running the same routes. It seems like they're running shorter routes when Tua is in there, but also when they're, they're not getting that separation. um, You know, this is, this is the NFL, right? Like, so if you, if you have single coverage, that means the guy's open especially when you have guys like Gusecki and Parker, even though they're not getting a ton of separation, you, their catch radiuses are huge. So you can throw the ball to them and they can make those plays. Fitzpatrick seems to do that a lot more than Tua does. I'm hoping those are some of the things he's learning and seeing, um, you know, while he's, you know, while he was on the sideline last week, we definitely saw you know, that was Parker's best performance of the season by far. Um, and, you know, Gusecki is like a, a different guy when, when, uh, uh, when Fitzpatrick is in there, he just takes more shots to him. And that's, that's the thing. Gusecki's not a guy that's going to create a lot of separation where Gusecki makes his catches are, you know, they're those contested catches, they're jump balls, you know, where he can use his, 
his uh his size and his uh you know his his uh his leaping ability to you know to pluck those balls out of the air um and i just feel like tua needs to start taking more of those chances and more of those shots so i i mean i agree with that but i think one of the things you're not taking into account is fit you know fitzpatrick will is will take more risks um than tua will and that's for good and for bad right the Tua hasn't thrown an interception yet. He's got one turnover, and it was the fumble on his his first drop back against Agreed. the Rams. So, part you know, there's a downside to that, right? <laughs> to to you throw less 50-50 balls. But I agree, he does need to open it up a little more. Um, I, and again, I'm I'm kind of throwing away that Denver game. It's just like his first three passes were. This was before he was getting hit, before all that stuff. He had open guys and he missed them. And I'm like, yeah, he got I've in his own head. S- and, That's what it looked like to me. And this guy's accurate. I mean, we've seen that. He no, he, and he wasn't accurate to start the game. And from there, it kind of spiraled. Um, so, so I'm, you know, I'm taking it as I'm throwing it away. It, it was a rookie. It was a, it was just the wrong, you know, bad timing, bad team to be facing at that time with whatever was going on, and I think hopefully he could play this week because I think the Bengals are the medicine he needs. I hope so as well. A um, couple other observations. Uh, DeAndre Washington, I thought, played well. Um, you know, he was kind of forced in there after after Breda fumbled. But this was this was the chance that, you know, that Breda was – that we were hoping that Breda was going to get. I thought he played pretty well for the most part. Um, he looked uh, pretty good in the passing game. But then, you know, the that fumble, you, you can't have that. Like that, you, you just can't have that. And then Laird also fumbled, but that, you know, gave uh, some more touches to DeAndre Washington and he looked pretty well. Uh, I thought, or played pretty well um, with the opportunities that he had um, on the defensive side of the ball. Xavier Howard continues to just be a stud. Nick Needham is uh, clearly much better than uh, Igbenogany right now. And um, I, I, you know, really, really enjoying that, uh, that front seven and those, those uh, untraditional looks that they give to confuse quarterbacks, especially quarterbacks that are not very good, like Sam Darnold. Um, so they, you know, they, they look, uh, you know, very, very solid up front. Um, you know, obviously the, it's the jets. So let's not get carried away here, but you know, they played well. Uh, Agba um, did not has, has kind of tapered off a little bit. He hasn't been uh, getting the pressures that he does. And it looks like he's pressing a little bit. He's been caught, uh, I guess upfield a little bit in the run game. Uh, he's been exposed both in in Denver and uh, in in the New York Jets game a little bit on Sunday. Um, but you know, Landon Roberts, uh, another big stop on a fourth down play. Um, you know, like to love to see that. Uh, Van Noy uh, and Christian Wilkins came back this week and also uh, was uh, was making some plays as well. So uh, just a solid all around performance by the defense. Um, you know, really looking forward to. Uh, uh, seeing them, I'm sure they're going to shut down this. Uh, I hate to say I'm sure, but I'm pretty confident that they're going to shut down the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. Um, and then we get the Chiefs coming to town after that. So um, that'll be a no very big ahead. test for this defense. But it's been fun to watch them play this year. It it has. It it, it has. This defense is, is it's amazing. I love watching it. I mean, we've had decent defenses throughout the years. You know, we've had the Zach Thomases and the Jason Taylors, and but they were never super elite you know they were always sometimes they were good they were top of the league but i feel like this this defense has a chance to be like lights out 
I agree. Uh, they, they have so many different looks uh, and they're, they're very versatile. Um, they have a lot of strengths. I, I look forward to seeing what they add in the off season. I think they still could use, um, you know, kind of that elite pass rusher um, and, and maybe more of a, you know, a playmaking linebacker in the middle as well. Um, and a playmaking safety would be nice. Uh, but, you know, a lot of it's just night and day uh, by how much better this defense looks this year um, as opposed to the unit we saw last year that was just, most of those guys didn't even belong in the NFL. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, other things that just, you know, as we start getting, you know, further on into the year and, and we're kind of seeing, you know, just the, the positions on, on both sides of the ball, the running back room is, is concerning to me. I'm, I'm sure they're, they, I think they need to actually address that in the off season this year. Um, and offensive line, uh, I, I think is still an area of growth for this team as, as well as the, uh, the wide receiver room. I don't, I mean, with, with Wilson and Hearns opting out, I, I think Hearns maybe comes back next year, but I don't see Albert. I don't see them bringing back Albert Wilson, uh, not at his salary. Um, I just, you know, especially after he opted out this year. So um, those are areas to watch. I, I don't know. Do you, are you, is there anything that you're seeing on, on from either one of those units or even the offensive line that, you know, thinks that they'll probably ride this out and not make any, any big changes in those rooms in the off season. I, I, I can't see them not making drastic well, I mean, changes in, in we've some got, of those rooms. We've got, uh, four picks in the first two rounds, you know, that's, those are going to, those are going to be put to something and, yep. you know, <clears throat> excuse me, the offensive line running back. I mean, I know there's a couple guys in the draft, you know, running backs that are high, but I'm fine with taking those third, those third round, running backs it's like you don't i'm not saying if there's a can't miss guy i'm not saying i'd be mad if you take him but i'm not going to be mad if they see a guy in the third round they'd rather take because that seems to work in the nfl it's just it's such an area of need right now for them and they you know where they don't have a ton and they do have a lot of draft capital i think i think it's okay to burn i'm, I'm not you know, one of those it. first four picks on a, on a running back I, I would be okay with that i'm not against it i just wouldn't be i'm not i wouldn't be surprised and or angry if they don't same i mean like i said i Offensive i, I trust what they're important. what they're doing uh their their draft picks you know they had a obviously a treasure trove of draft picks last season uh you know for the most part we're we're seeing some pretty good returns on those guys uh, Igbenogany, uh, I wasn't thrilled about the pick at the time and it's, you know, he's, he's looking like he might be one of the, you know, the, the draft picks that might not pan out. Uh, but Brandon Jones, uh, who was another one that I wasn't really thrilled about. He's, he's played well. He had a nice play on Sunday uh, on that third down when the jets were moving to start the game off where he got that sack on that blitz up the middle. Um, two, you know, he's, he's made the, some plays. He hasn't looked, he's, he's looked pretty good when he's been out there. Two of the um, three offensive linemen. I mean, yeah, the offensive linemen have been solid. Hunt, Kindley yeah. uh, have have played meaningful downs for this team, and Austin Jackson, I think, is is going to be a bookend uh, tackle for this team for years to come. This draft is obviously going to be centered around how Tua pans out, but right. you know, I, th I think they've you know for the most part they they had some hits, uh, you know, some 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 pretty good ones as well. All right, well, that leads us to our first break. When we come back, we will do. Uh, NFL Pick'em, and uh, we'll we'll recap uh, who won Pick'em uh, from a couple weeks ago. Who so knows? Stay tuned. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy here to get you ready for the big tournament tonight. We'll break down. We break down who will be cutting. Cut. 
What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay snack It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay snack bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hip Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And we're back. So uh, we didn't do Pick'em last week, so our Pick'em from two weeks ago uh, saw me win two of the three games. And uh, Rob, where does that have us for the season? Um, with me in a bad position. So that gives you, you are up 17, uh, to 14 in the picks, but you are up one, two, three, uh, four, five. So you have six weeks. We have two ties. So, so that's not so good. You have six weeks, one to my only, uh, one, two, three weeks, one. All right. Well, let's uh, let's run through um, the the NFL game. So um, the first one on the list is the Miami Dolphins at the Cincinnati Bengals. And we do normally, uh, you know, have our our prediction for Sunday. So we're both feeling very confident about this game. This line is super high. It's a it's eleven and a half. This game, Um, this line should be super high. They're terrible. I agree. And we're a playoff team. I am going to say the Dolphins win this game. Thirty four to seventeen. Nice. They are going to win. I'm going to say 38 to 11. Ooh, 11. Nice. Uneven number. I like it. Cool. All right. So we're both, we're both very confident in the, uh, in the Miami Dolphins this week. Hopefully it doesn't come back to bite us like it did in Denver a few weeks ago. Um, Moving forward, so the first game on the docket is after the Dolphins and Bengals is the Tennessee Titans at home versus the Cleveland Browns getting or giving six points. We both like the Titans in this game. Yeah, I mean, you never know with both of these teams what's what's going to happen, but you're a little more sure what's going to happen with the Titans. It's after Thanksgiving, so it's Derrick Henry season. Yeah, as, as exactly. We all know. So uh, watch out. Uh, he just destroyed a very, very good Colts defense last week. Um, I look for more of the same at home against Cleveland this weekend. So, uh, yeah, I think the, the Titans win that game, I believe. Um, Detroit Lions plus three at Chicago Bears. Boy, I want nothing to do with this game, nor do I care about it. Um, I guess Chicago wins. I mean, Detroit just fired their coach and I believe their GM as well. Uh, they're pretty hapless. Um I, I gotta like the. I think the Bears sometimes find a way to that, win this one. Sometimes that gives you a little bounce when you get the new coach in there. I mean, they did not like Patricia. That so, is true. That is true. But actually, I, now I'm kind of. I don't know. Either way, I'm not. I'm not picking it. I'm not really touching it. I might. Now I'm kind of leaning. I'm not. Ta- we have. We have. We. This isn't going to be one of ours. But I'm kind of leaning towards the Lions. All right, Indianapolis Colts getting th- or giving three and a half. In Houston, uh, I like the Colts. I, I think this is a bounce back game for them. Uh, this will also be good for us because we need Houston to lose. 
They've been winning too many games. I don't like it. Uh, hopefully the Colts put them back on the losing track this weekend. Yeah, I actually wouldn't mind uh, maybe if they tie. Would that be good? Because oh, of- yeah, because we need the, the Colts are <laughs> now a competitor for the playoff spot as well. Um, yeah, I'm, what's more important? Well, honestly, the one, uh, the one, yeah, honestly, probably the draft picks probably more important. I think the draft picks are more this important, isn't the year. honestly, this as well. But I guess Super Bowl. either way, I, th- I think Indianapolis wins this game. Agreed. Jacksonville Jaguars plus 10 at Minnesota Vikings. I guess the Mike Glennon led Jacksonville Jaguars. Boy, am I glad I'm not a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Give me the Vikings. Um, I also will say take the Vikings, but honestly, Jacksonville, it might not be a terrible thing to be a fan of depending on what they do in the next few years. They have cap space. They have draft capital. They have a terrible team this year, which might put them in, in line for, for, you know, one of the top quarterbacks. What else is new for Jacksonville? (laughs) Like seriously, I'm just saying, and they may not, they're not as, they ain't the jets. Uh, Which brings us to Las Vegas going to New York or New Jersey, um, favored by seven and a half uh, in MetLife. I I don't know. I hate the 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 one o'clock. The Jets crushed the Raiders last year when they played them, and the teams aren't that different, but the Jets are just awful. So give me the Raiders. The teams are so different. I don't like them. the West Coast uh, teams playing the one o'clock Eastern time games, but – but yeah, yeah they just got hammered by the Falcons. Um, yeah, who are terrible. Well, so, who are, but they're not the Jets. Yeah, I'm going they're with not the Jets. They're not Jets bad. Hey, all right. Look, yeah, we both Raider, like the Raiders. The Raiders. I don't know col- if I like all those points, but if whatever. The, I don't if, care. Not if, picking it. I'm fine with the Raiders collapsing and that giving, and all of a sudden they're like in the toilet when we play them, even though that's now a primetime game. Um, I'm yep. fine with it being an easy game. <laughs> all right. Next game is the uh, New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons. Saints favored by three. Um, I will take the Falcons in this game with the three points at home. And I will take the Saints just because I think the Falcons aren't as good as they looked last week. Agreed. All right. Los Angeles Rams favored by three at the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I like the Cardinals getting those three points. Uh, I don't know if it's the shoulder or what. Murray does not look right. The Cardinals are kind of looking weird. Act all of the this the division games in this in this in the NFC West are always bizarre. Uh, I'll take the Rams. I'll give the three and take the Rams. All right. Next game is New York Giants plus ten at Seattle. Um, I think we both like Seattle in this one. I, Giants are playing better of late. I think they're. Maybe the front runner in that NFC least division, but the uh, the Seahawks are uh, uh, the much better team here. Uh, yes, if they would be winning the NFC East, if they were in it. Yeah. Uh, New England Patriots uh, against the Los Angeles Chargers. The the team that I, I like how you build this bowl. The 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 team that should lose versus the team that should win. The team that should lose but doesn't lose as often versus the team that should win but never wins. Yeah, I think I phrased it better, but that's the. Gist. I think you did as well. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and give it a shot? No, now I now who the heck knows what it is? But yeah, the the char- the poor Chargers can't win can't win games they should, and the stupid Patriots, you know, they they win games they shouldn't. And here, yeah, we they are. have a quarterback who can't throw. Uh, it's it's incredible. Um, and they're they've they're five and six, right? Uh, yeah, 
I think so. And they're favored by a point on the road at the Los Angeles Chargers. I I think we both like the Patriots, right? It, yeah, this is this is strictly coaching. I'm I'm just I'm yeah. ne- not going to pick an Anthony Lynn team over a Bill Belichick team ever. Yep, fair. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles plus eight and a half at the Green Bay Packers. We both like the Packers. We do. Oh God, the Eagles are so bad. What's what? They're terrible. What is going on with Wentz? I don't even understand it. There's no wide receivers and no offensive line. But he's terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, you need it's it's a team game. You need you need guys around you. Um, Denver Broncos plus fourteen at Kansas City. You biting Rob? Oh God, fourteen! How can that only be fourteen? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if they get six quarterbacks on the roster. How many backflips does uh, Tyree Kill do into the end zone this weekend? I mean, I'm, I'm seventeen and a half, eighteen, nineteen. When where are you taking Denver? Tell me to stop. Twenty one. Like, do they 40, actually have a quarterback this week or not? They do. They're, they they will be playing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, all right, Buffalo Bills minus one and a half. So Buffalo Bills uh, favored by one and a half at the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I, the 49ers are too banged up for me. Give me Bills. Um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this 49ers because. Uh, I want to root against the Bills extra. Um, I also think they're they're a bit of a. I don't think they're as good as they've been. Like they they seem to win games they shouldn't. They're like I don't know. I think I think the the 49ers will come around enough to uh, to knock surprise. them off. I hope you're right, but uh, I, I don't even, I don't even mind losing the pick'em because I'd rather see the Bills lose. But I think the Bills win this one. Boo. All right. So that will do it for uh, this week's NFL Pick'em. When we come back from our second break, we are going to do NFL Fantasy Camp or Miami Dolphins Fantasy Camp, not NFL. So Miami Dolphins Fantasy Camp after the break. Stay tuned. And we're back. Uh, Now it is time for our favorite part of the show, Fantasy Camp. Yay. So there was no fantasy camp last week due to um, our, our little break, but Rob most likely would have won because he would have taken Devonte Parker with the first pick. So I will, I will let, let Rob have that one. But the previous week, uh, the Denver game, I was once again, victorious, uh, which brings me to what is my record now, Rob? Um, oh God. I 10 have, and one. Yeah. Nine I have, and one. I have one win. So you have 10 wins. That's not okay. good. Is you it ten also, or nine? Because I we didn't play last week. I guess it would be ten. Because if I if we had played, it would be ten and two. All right, don't don't hurt yourself with the math. I just told you it was ten, and just take my word for it. That's fine. Fair enough. Um. You're, all right. You also. Oh, I. You also have like. Uh. It's like two hundred and ten points to almost three hundred, two hundred ninety six. So you're crushing just me. Just crushing like you. Just a, it's a destruction. It, it made sense that that I didn't get to make any kind of headway with the with having Parker's, you know, hundred something yards and a touchdown and nobody else doing anything. Parker didn't have a touchdown last week. Oh yeah, you're right. He just had the hundred. Yeah. So it might have actually been closer than you think because I would have had Gasecki who did have the touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. But either way, doesn't matter. Water under the bridge, my friend. So I think we all know who you're drafting with the first pick this week. I will take Parker. Very good. All now, right. Uh, it's a totally different thing if, if uh, you know, if it's Fitz or Tua, because obviously 
a Fitz Parker is is a much better player than a Tua Parker. As is Gasecki, who I am taking with my first pick because I believe he's the only other passing option. So Gasecki and then uh, DeAndre Washington. Washington, eh? So, yeah, so Gaskins hasn't even been – he's still on the IR. All right. Um, I will take Grant in case he, I don't know, runs back a punt or two a plays and, and then he gets his, his little slants. Um, and I'll take Brita in case he doesn't fumble and wants to be the starting running back. Yeah, I still think Brita's probably the better running back. I just uh, after that fumble, I don't know how much run he's going to get on uh, or how much leash he's going to have uh, against Cincinnati. I, thought, I mean, days, I so. thought Washington looked better than he did, which is. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see. Um, I will. Man, I, that really leaves me with with nothing in terms of skill position player. There's really. Yeah, we're. We're, we've been we've been gutted. So I will do uh, Lynn Bowden, and I'll hold out, hold out hope that uh, this is the week Antonio Callaway is used and shows up, since he's the closest thing we have to an NFL wide receiver outside of Devontae Parker on this team. Oh, you think he's going to learn to play to be able to get in there for more than a couple snaps? We shall see. I mean, he was a starting NFL wide receiver his rookie season, and he you know he did put up numbers. So all right, so it's time. I thought I thought you were gonna have him for the breakout. It's time he's gonna he's gonna catch a touchdown. He's gonna throw a touchdown. And he's gonna run in a touchdown. Give me Perry, <laughs> Malcolm Perry time. Oh man, that would be that would be cool. That would be cool to see for honestly, sure. I would just honestly, like to see some life on this offense. To I, be honest, I w- they're not gonna do that at all this week. If if that happens, it's going to be against the Chiefs when they pull. You know, if they're if they're gonna try to pull out some wacky stuff, the trickeration. Yeah, and then I guess oh, I get to round it out. So I'll take I'll take I'll take Xavier until he doesn't catch a have an interception in a game. The guy's insane. Yeah, I mean, I touched on it briefly, uh, but he's I mean, he's got to be a defensive player of the year candidate. I would think. I mean, he's like the second highest rated cornerback in the league and he's I think he's almost doubled everybody else in terms of interceptions um if he keeps this up I I think it's hard to ignore especially with the defense playing as well as it is um very very hard to ignore him as a uh, potential defensive player of the year candidate yeah I mean it's it's early I mean if the the DB position you can he could play well and not get any more interceptions and and nobody would even put his name in the in the conversation um, and that will leave me with, I will, I will go with, uh, it's all house money for me at this point. I'll go with, uh, Van Ginkle just for, just Ooh, for the hell of nice. it. I'd like to see him make another one of them splash plays for me. I like it. He was a limited participant in practice. Uh, oh no, he was a full participant with the wrist. So yeah. we hope. Yay. Fine. There we go. That's good. So are you all caught up on uh, Mandalorian Rob? Um, I think so. What was the last one when they named the baby? Or was there one more? Yes, okay. with uh, Ahsoka. Yeah. Yep, I am all caught up. That was, yeah, that was I thought that last episode, um, you know, was probably was definitely the best of the series. Probably, you know, I probably liked it more than most of the actual films in the franchise as well. It was it was that good. I I thought. I just, it's 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 become so uh, formulaic with the, you know, help me on my quest and 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 then and then I will give you a piece to to go on your quest. I, I just once at the end of the episode, I, I want them to 
to turn to him and say, I'm sorry, Mandalorian, your princess is in another castle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I think there was a little bit more. I mean, there was there's some more. I like seeing all the different worlds. Like I, like I love that. Like that's, uh, I thought this world that they were on in particular was, was great. What do you um, mean? You're, you're, the characters you're the were so good you're and so well boy. done. Um, the way it was shot was, was really, really cool. Um, I, it just had that like uh, kind of Western Japanese samurai feel to it. It had, yeah, just a lot of really cool elements like the, uh, the introduction of uh, you know the you know i'm going to bring out the star wars nerd stuff but like the the thrawn introduction i thought was cool um ahsoka was obviously brilliant uh very very well played by rosario dawson thought, thought she looked amazing thought the fight scenes were incredible um yeah i just uh, just all around just just really really loved it the only thing i didn't really care for was um find out baby yoda's name so why would you not? Why would you not want to know his name? You, how can you call him Baby Yoda? He's not a Yoda. Yoda's another person. I I know, but and I, it's not he'll always dad. be Baby Yoda to me. He's not. His name is Goopu or something. Glup, it's Grogu. But... Grogu. That's even worse. Yeah, I don't know. I like uh, I, I like Baby Yoda personally. Well, you could like him all you want. His name's <laughs> his name is Grupu. <laughs> Uh, you watch anything else? Uh, anything else worthy of mentioning in this in this spot, Rob? Um, it's probably not worthy of this spot because it, I. But um, no, actually, no, it's not even worthy of this spot. <laughs> I watch. I watch. <laughs> not movie. even worthy of nonsense time. I, I watched. I think it was one of these HBO Max movies. It was like I only watched it because there was nothing to watch. So I, I think it's called Super Intelligence with Melissa McCarthy. And it was it was just your average movie that had you know comedy that wasn't spectacular, but the cast made it completely watchable because it was like because Melissa McCarthy's hysterical, and like James Corden did a voice acting part, and then the, but the rest of the cast it was the guy. Did you ever watch Veep? The guy that or the guy from the Detroiters. I'm now I'm blanking on his name, but um, but it, I don't know. I've been meaning to watch yeah. Veep for years, and I. Still, but it, it was so it was it was a really good cast. So it was it was funnier than I thought it would be. Oh, and Bobby Carnival, like he was in it too. He, oh, I love that. Yeah, guy. yeah. So it was just like so it was a really good cast. Um, nothing special, but more. It was but better than it should have been. Nice, cool. Yeah, I like I like uh, Bobby. Kind of all. I loved his uh, character in Mr. Robot. Did you ever watch that? You watched Mr. Robot, right? Only the first season. Oh man! Only the Fight Club season. The rest just seemed unnecessary. Oh no! It's it's so much it's so much better. You should you should really finish that. Hmm. <laughs> all right then. Well, on that note, um, I hope everyone did have a happy Thanksgiving. Um, but really, we all hope the Dolphins win by a lot of points on Sunday. Let's get that momentum going up to that Kansas City Chiefs game. Go Dolphins! Let's go Dolphins!